0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Razor Bar podcast. Today I am joined by Lewis. Uh, Lewis is a, well in fact I'll let Lewis introduce himself in a second. Um, But we're going to be talking about a topic um, with regards to uh, sort of self-development. Sort of looking at mindset in and around that and how hopefully this can stimulate your mind to perhaps set a new goal or perhaps an area of, of development that you think you have in your life. Um, on the back of this, and obviously have a positive impact on that. But like I said, I'll let Lewis introduce himself. So, Lewis, how have how you been? How, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm really good, mate. Uh, enjoying the sun, finally. There after. is a
0: bit of sun, is it? It's meant to be really warm this weekend, actually.
1: Well, yeah, well, I'll look. next week it's after 17, which is yeah, well, really hot. I, I, hot, I say hey. really warm. <laughs> t-, t shirt, T shirt weather,
0: maybe. Yeah, so hopefully,
1: well. it, hopefully it stays, especially after yesterday's episode.
0: Yeah, yesterday was awful, wasn't it? My car hmm. went um, like orange.
1: Yeah, well, it's all the sand yeah, from that's the, come from the Sahara. It's mental. Yeah,
0: but, but then I went back out an hour later and it all gone. I was like, oh, "Yeah, right. fair <laughs> enough. So, so introduce yourself a little bit for the listeners. Explain who you are, what your background is, um, where you work, what you do, that sort of stuff.
1: So I always hate things like this. In a nutshell, just personal trainer, online coach, um, been in the industry f- five sort of years now, um, started off with mainly personal training, and now I'm dabbling into like, the two. Uh, what else is there to know? I like to tell everyone that I'm from Tenerife. I suppose that's something that's stuck um, it's it's, it's always in there. It's always in my stories and things like that. And yeah, just trying to do what most people do in the industry, is better people's lives.
0: What, what's your, what was your main reason for getting into the industry? What was the, your main focus behind it?
1: What was the main focus? I think it obviously all started off with the training side of things. Um, my the way I got to personal training was really, really bizarre. So, when I was first so in college, I thought I was really clever, and no one in my family had been to university. So, I, I started off with like biochemical engineering, which I thought oh, yeah, right, wow. sound, sounds really fancy. Like, I didn't actually enjoy it, but I thought, why not? Um, then that doubled down into realizing well, I'm not going to enjoy doing that. So, I went down into um, like sports science because I was into exercise and things like that, and then that just really turned into PT. So kind of went from like the top of the hierarchy the down um and then I just found like a sort of knack for it I was helping a few people when I started training and it really helped me in the time of where I was in my life when I started training and I just wanted to basically transfer what I'd, I'd learned to people that I work with
0: yeah nice no, like that so you sort of came into a came into it because it was actually what you enjoy doing rather than anything else but then had a love or a, grew a passion for educating and helping people so that that's ultimately is always stands you in a good stead doesn't it when it's setting up a PT business stuff like
1: 100% yeah I just wanted to put forth what it how it helped me because I feel like it can help a lot of people yeah. in different situations
0: yeah cool so what what we do or what I do when I'm setting up these podcasts I send off the little questionnaire to people and say what would and it's only one question really but what what topics we'd like to cover and you mentioned self uh, development and I think is a great topic to talk about because it's probably not something we've I've covered in great detail we've always talked about goals progression how you become a better version of yourself but I think when you when you use the term self-development it's more a case of looking within and working out perhaps where you sort of having a a greater understanding of your of your self-awareness and knowing where you need to either develop or what you need to push in life because because sometimes I think one thing that we do massively badly is a as a as a race, I guess, is that we won't necessarily focus on what we're good at. We'll always look for that thing that we're not not so good at. And sometimes we'll try and just make ourselves a little bit better at the things that we're worse at rather than developing the thing that we're really good at and become a like world class at it type thing. So I guess um and we've had a little touch touch before touch base beforehand in terms of what we're how we're gonna uh roll with this we get, we've sort of said we'll just end up going off tangents which is fine. Yeah. everyone's <laughs> used to that but w- what's your what is your biggest the biggest thing you see with clients I guess to start with that is an area that you think people need to or, or the reason that people need to focus on the self-development what's the the thing that makes made you think of this as sort a of topic I guess
1: I think people are very limited to the fact of like it's very black and white especially I think the main the main thing I see it's like when you first talk to someone it's like all or nothing it's either a or it's either b they don't really consider anything else but then when you go into that a little bit more okay it could be these other things and then it's was almost delving into like why why does this happen why do you see this in that way what's happened before how can we change this like I think a problem or even like a win or a solution or anything can be like broken down and you can find little areas to improve yeah which I think sets you up for the next challenge that comes along because it's, yeah. it's, it's never like a straight road. It's never like, right, we we'll do this transformation in 12 weeks. And at the end of 12 weeks, you're going to be absolutely unstoppable. You're going to be, there's nothing, nothing's going to phase you, which is completely wrong. Because there's always stuff that yeah, you yeah. think you can maybe like train yourself for and it's going to throw you off.
0: And also been aware, I guess, of the things along that journey that are going to improve or, um, or get worse as a result of your number one goal. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, so if we if we use our our world a little bit as in terms of transformation, people wanna look photo shoot ready, let's say, be able to do a photo shoot and look ripped. They won't consider the fact that they're probably not gonna have as good a sex drive. They're mm-hmm. gonna not gonna be as physically so I know when I've done photo shoots, if you ask me to go and do a 5k or play a football match, I'll be like, no, just not gonna happen. I won't be able to do it. Um mm-hmm. there's nothing in me. Um, and if you go on like a the other end of that, just transformation in terms of I just want to drop a gene size, people won't focus on the fact that they're getting fitter, lifting heavier, um, feeling more energetic, getting better sleep, having a better sex drive, or any of those things. They'll just all they're focused on is that number on the scales and things that like, things like that. There's no wider picture mm-hmm. in, in terms of what we're looking at. And
1: I think as well, when you focus the shift, okay, so it's, it's, I always say it's good to have the goals, like, okay, cool. You want to do a photo shoot, you you want to step on stage, whatever it is. But I think initially when you speak to someone that is almost like something they've told themselves and something they think you want to hear. I think mm-hmm. when you delve into it a little 100%. bit more. So like the photo shoot kind of thing, I've been there. Like I thought, to be fair, I've, I wanted to compete when I first started lifting. But then when yeah. I really thought about it, I was like, I don't. I want everything that comes with it. I want to f- what I think looks good. And yeah. I think when you like prod people and find out a little bit more, you actually tend to find out the real reason why they want something.
0: Yeah, I think I've been really transparent with that in terms of I've done two photo shoots, but at no point have I ever wanted to photo shoot for myself. I have no inter- in internal um, emotions or feelings or, or motivation to look better with my shirt off I love training I want to improve in my lifts I want to be able to run more I want to, I, all, all my life it's always been about performance but there was when I took on a mentorship program again looking at developing myself as a coach I went through that journey to a get a better understanding of it for my clients but b also just to get material and, and social proof and stuff like that that I could put on social media and all, all those elements with it if you it, a lot of people would look at that and think that i was just doing it because i wanted to look good with a top off and they might then go i want to do a photo shoot like you and i'll be like okay cool so you want to start selling pt and because if you look at lots of my photos from certainly from my second photo shoot it'll be me doing an exercise with a top off but there'll be a can of coke in the bottom right hand corner and the bit that's I, more, I think i saw that yeah the bit that's more important for me is the can of coke in the bottom right corner it's got nothing to do with what i'm doing on the thing ultimately everyone's going to look at the photo but i want to talk about the can of coke and i think there's a there's an element of like like you rightly said people think it's the right thing to do because you know that's fitness it, it yeah. is and it isn't it depends what what it's a it's a sport i guess as much as anything so mm-hmm one thing that we, we touched on before this is definitely that people people when it comes to l- looking at areas of self-development make make sure it's the right one for you and you're going to get something from it and I, I touched on the conversation I had with a mate of the weekend has just gone into a manager role uh, I had to for want of a better word tell off um one of his members <laughs> members of staff and um the way he said it, I said that was quite aggressive the way he went about that he said well, he had to hear it and i said well, what did you get from it and he went well he apologized and i said well he got nothing from it then because all he's all he's done is said sorry to you because of the, he can see how angry you are what you wanted to do was him to come back and go okay next time i'll do it this way and approach it this way he's learned nothing there's no development within that that conversation all that's happened is you've shown a bit of authority he's said sorry fallen down to that authority there's no development there in the the journey so actually this is going to happen again and and this is an area that we need to focus on as individuals is if we're doing something that doesn't necessarily work how do we make it so the next time it does and what's the development there and if you are doing things that aren't for you as an individual then you're going to struggle to do that if you're just doing it because someone else is doing it then you're not going to get anything from it
1: it's all ego as well. I think it, that's what it's A lot of the things that people do is just ego. They want to look better to to their friends. They want to look better to the people they used to go to school with or the people they work with. Yeah, like we said with the photo shoot, you're never really doing it for yourself. I mean, you can do it in a sense of proving yourself that you can get to that stage, yeah. which is kind of how I did it. When I, I well, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't even do it to want to do it. I did it because I thought that's going to get me clients. Or I got told that's what you need yeah. to, do to your clients. Your clients, you see that you do it. So that's the reason I did it. I hated every minute of it. Yeah. There was, there was no enjoyment from it. Any, any,
0: anyone asked me how I th- felt with it. Shit. Hated every minute.
1: Yeah. But oh, it sells. Sorry.
0: I, I enjoy I enjoyed the photo shoot. It was good fun, but that's because of the character I, am. I had a bit of a laugh of it. So there was mm-hmm. flying around all over the place. But the process leading into it, the the nights where you're like, all I want is a bar of chocolate or I just want to have a pizza. That's shit. Yeah. That's
1: what I mean. And it's I not think- it's
0: not worth it it's not life no it's not at all it's not 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 um it's not sustainable it's not a sustainable lifestyle in any way shape or form no will will i do it again yeah probably but not. Mm. but i am also well aware of what i'm doing it for and i'm not gonna like work can be hard Mm -hmm. so if me doing that counts as hard then that's that's fine it's just me working in my in my eyes Mm -hmm. um that, yeah, I think the, the like you said, the f- the feeling you're going to get from it, unless it's unless you really want it, and I don't know why you would really want it, you'd have to have a reason.
1: But I think the only thing is if you're like a single guy and you wanted to like, appeal to women or men, whatever it is that, that, that was,
0: <laughs> that won't work because I was single and I'm pretty sure I just got messages from guys going, Oh, you look ripped yeah I like, <laughs> so you get you get you get more more appreciation from man than any every woman thinks what are you doing
1: <laughs> and that is the thing as what you touched on there in this whole like self-development thing you see that across in a lot of things it's like why do people do it okay they think they want to do it because they want to look appealing to other people so if i do that then i'll be happy mm-hmm. same thing with like the money situation if i get x amount if i earn this amount of money then when i get there then i'll be happy and i think what you tend to see the trend in all of these things is you get to these points and nothing fucking changes because you haven't really addressed what's happening inside and yeah, why, yeah. why you are unhappy or why you don't want to be there in the first place. Or they think that they'll be happy once they get to that certain stage, but that never fucking comes. Like, can we, can we swear? Yeah, of course. can. I. Yeah, Okay, cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> It never comes, but you see it all across the board.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the self-awareness thing that we touched mm-hmm. on the start. You, you need to, as individuals before we even think about development when you think about where we are and understand where we are um like i um i'll give you another example a little bit my mum um so my mum has been overweight pretty much all through my life lifetime but she's she's done really well over the last sort of four years she'd lost six seven stone so she lost a lot of weight but for that whole process she didn't want to know what she weighed and I, I kept saying to her, "Why do you? Why is this bothering you?" She said, like, "I just don't, because I know what weight when I was younger. I don't want it to, to play with my mind." And I was like, well, see, "That your self-awareness is so small of how you have put on weight over such a period of time that that numbers actually you feel like that number's going to define you. Like you, you know you're you're over. You know what you're overweight because you, I mean, you can't lose six seven pack stone without being overweight in the first place. So." Yeah. Like You, you shouldn't need, need a scale to confirm that. There should be a self-awareness. I, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at. Mm-hmm. So I won't do... like If I'm in a situation where I'm potentially going to have to do something that I know I'm bad at, I might get a bit anxious about it. Mm-hmm. But if I know I'm good at it, then I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I don't mind. The, the The point is, what do I then do? Do I focus on doing more of what I'm good at or do I just focus on the negative and then work at what I'm bad at so that I feel more comfortable with it? And that's then a decision you have to make as an individual because the thing that you're bad at might actually cause you so much agony and, and discomfort and, and just feel awful all the time because of it.
1: Mm. I think people like they appreciate where they are as well. Like, I think you can get so caught up in, I think, I think this is of a film, actually. I saw it on... Um, on tiktok it's like you can get so caught up in thinking about where you want to be you actually forget to enjoy where you are
0: yeah yeah i, I don't know if you've seen the um i, th- I think do you know jay she- jay, she- jay, she- yeah, jay yeah yeah so i think it was him he was talking about um uh holidays and he was saying if you are sat at work getting excited about your holiday then when you're on holiday you'll be thinking about work mm-hmm and I thought that's that's a really interesting thought process, in the sense that if you're not living the now, if you're not so if right now we're doing this podcast, if I'm thinking about what I'm having for dinner later, then I'm probably not going to be enjoying the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm having the dinner, I'm probably not going to be thinking about the dinner either. So you sort of, unless you're living in the now, you're not actually going to ever be in the now. So even, everything you're looking forward to, and that goes back to your finance thing. Or, or your weight loss I, I, when I look like this I'm going to feel like this well you won't because you never want to live in the now if you, if you say right now okay I'm overweight I need to drop body fat that's where I am so I need to focus on the next step that next step might be me going for a walk today like me me not eating a burger at lunch for dinner whatever it might be that that next step's more important than your thought process long term mm-hmm um, yeah and it's the same as the like like you said there the like you if you're not if, if you're waiting for the next million if you want to make a million pounds all you over here millionaire says, yeah cool I got to a million I just wanted another million I got to two million I just wanted four million and that's because all you're doing is you're living in the, the future almost mm-hmm. you need to live, live the now
1: yeah and there's as well like there's always something good. there's always someone better than you there's always someone above you no matter what stage you get to get to if you want to get photo lean, there's always going to be someone leaner than you or if you get if you get the same lean as them they're going to be they're going to have more muscle than you or money more money than you more status whatever it is so i think people just end up going on this never-ending like hamster wheel and they never yeah. get off it because they just want more and more and more
0: yeah and then there's also that there's always a point of perception as well isn't it? Mm-hmm. so someone might think you look better Someone else might. Someone else looks better. That's partly why I don't like the. I told you we were going to go off random. <laughs> That's why I don't like um, um, sort of bodybuilding competitions because mm-hmm. there's a massive element of that that is sort of like it's just based on opinions. Yeah. Um. It, it's not. It's not factual. I'd ra- I'd rather. is It's,
1: in, it's a, how do you how do you quantify it? Like where what is the yeah, point is yeah, my, absolutely. my idea of perfection could be different to yours. Like people might look for a bigger chest or bigger quads, whatever it is. It depends who you're talking to. And then the sad thing is people will loathe in that opinion. Yeah. Which then leads to like really bad situations afterwards.
0: Of course. Yeah. Of course. So if we go back to the the, the topic <laughs> on the whole. So self-development, we, two two areas we we said are, are massive, really, like closed mindset and growth mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've got a fairly growth mindset. I feel like I have as well, but wh- how would you articulate someone that to identify first and foremost that they have a growth or a closed mindset? Cause I think some people just can't see it. There's like blinkers are on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also how would you suggest the best way for us to make sure we are looking for growth mindset? within reason i think because there's a there is an element as well i think in the in the world now where and we've sort of just touched on it that growth mindset gets a bit out of control and we're never living in the moment
1: yeah i think you can, you can always look at more 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 like you can you can be um i suppose it's like productivity stuff everything can be you can be more productive in some sense you can have stuff that makes your life easier but then it gets to a point where it's like right, i actually need to do implement the things that i've got right now yeah
0: 100 percent. yeah so
1: it does get i don't I think to the point of where you find it is in yourself. I think if you're doing all these things and you're still not changing the way you're feeling about it. So, yeah, OK, you're trying to improve the way you eat, the way you sleep, and you're always trying to like make things a little bit better, but never actually appreciating it. I think that's when you need to take a step back. And I think that's where something where journaling comes in. Yeah, cool. I think meditation I haven't done myself it's something that i want to get into um i haven't quite touched upon it yet but journaling is like a massive thing because you're basically just writing down what you're thinking and through that you end up just seeing the patterns and seeing okay what needs to improve what maybe do i need to take take a step back on and yeah, yeah. and say okay i'm not doing as well as what i'm saying here sort of blowing smoke up my own ass yeah, but yeah. i'm not actually inventing it yeah, I think yeah. Jour- journaling is a great one
0: yeah i so I, I know you've done it in the past as well um i don't know if you're doing it now actually i do my daily email
1: yeah i'm doing it now yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just just written one before
0: yeah, yeah so literally my daily email is like my my it's my meditation and my journaling all at once <laughs> yeah. it's like my moment where i'm <laughs> thinking about nothing else other than what i'm writing um because because to me writing stuff doesn't necessarily come a second nature it's something I've, I've developed over over the years but it's sort of a type because i don't like reading it's my time to do that little thing for me
1: yeah, it's like expressing yourself
0: yeah um but interesting what you just said there about how you realize your mood and stuff my dad will actually contact me so my dad reads all my emails and he'll sometimes i'll get a random message going are you right I'm like yeah why and I'll go just read your email i'm like what was in my email so i'll go through to my email and the topic might be i don't know progressive overload i don't know completely something completely random he's like yeah it's just the tone of it i could just censor something up i'm like <laughs> I, I think i'm all right <laughs> i think i'm all right but he he can he reckons he can sense it just from reading it myself and if i probably spent a bit of time in it, i could look through my emails and go that's yeah i needed to i should have realized that myself type thing so i do think when you write things down um and it can be in journaling it can be in in other ways as well well.
1: it could be voice notes you could sit there talking to yourself or or whatever but it's I think it's just being aware of what you're saying and the way you're saying it I think I got a lot of that from so I did like counseling slash therapy CBT kind of things and that's the thing that she pointed out the most was the way that people talk to themselves well specifically the way that I spoke to myself was very negative compared to how I speak to someone else Um, and I think you need to just take a step back sometimes when you say something and actually think about it would i
0: say that to my best friend or my someone i love exactly
1: like that exactly like that i think some of the exercises that we did was just talking about like put yourself in a situation that you're in now flip it to be a someone else's situation like a friend family member Yeah, yeah. what would you say to them you wouldn't sit there and call yourself all the call them all the names under the sun and say this and say that say all the things you would to yourself so why'd you do it yeah yeah when when it when the table's are turned
0: yeah i like that's i think that's a always a great way to look at things I think certainly in our industry I think we've become counsellors to a certain extent we're always talking to people and giving advice on different situations and and I think that's one of my strengths I'm quite good at giving advice but if you quite often someone will say to me what would you say to yourself I'm mm-hmm. like oh I'm good at I'm good <laughs> at giving advice I should I should listen to myself more often like and I think that's a a, a massive thing in the sense that if you're not going to treat yourself like the biggest love of your life it, to a certain extent then you're, you're not ever going to get anywhere with anything you're not going to develop you're not going to build strong relationships you're not going to be able to cope with stress like mm-hmm. there's so many so many elements to it so yeah I like that talking to yourself like you would someone else is is massively important make sure the voice in your head is a positive or as positive one as possible so flipping that then into mindset obviously if you've got a closed mindset it could be you, you could still be quite um you could still talk to yourself quite well you can still have have quite strong opinions be quite happy with how your life is and all that but you can have the blinkers on a little bit and perhaps only focus on your strengths potentially
1: or mm, i think it goes both ways you can either be really like egotistical about it and say i'm really good at this and no one's gonna tell me any different i've been doing yep. this job for i've been in this job for 20 years like no one can tell me that i'm yeah, wrong yeah. like yeah i love how, that how, love how dare that. they like so yeah. things like that but then it can also flip on the the weaknesses side of things it's like well do you know what i've always just been that way it's never going to change take take it or leave it kind of thing and i just think it's quite sad um like yeah. what we t- what we touched upon before is people wanting to change everything exterior clothes yep. phones Laptops, whatever it is, but never is to change inside. Um, and I think or, when you change the, in- the
0: way you articulated that as well was or ever change the way you look at something. Yeah, and I think that was that was brilliant. Oh,
1: <laughs> schoolboy era.
0: Yeah, God, it's the, <laughs> the first time that's happened. Uh, you know what? I've actually got my phone next door, but that's my iPad that was just ringing. Oh, really? Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah go on sorry carry on so
1: yeah the is yeah so the weakness is like yeah you like you're stuck in your ways you can never change and i think it's quite sad because it's like you there's so much untapped potential because if you could change the way that you see something or you could change your weakness about yourself and make it into a strength what else in your life would change not just yep. in in any sort of realm if you could see things differently maybe you would be a better husband be a better wife whatever it is you could you could upgrade so many little areas of your life by simply changing the way you look at something.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it is as well It's change the way you look at something. It's not necessarily some, and this is again in, I'm sure you get it all the time with face-to-face clients. Sometimes it's not changing the the thing. It's changing the way we look at it is, yeah. is more, is way more important. I, I even use it. I always joke around my clients when I say, Oh, good set. Right. We're going to put the weight up. They go, why am i what i've done something good why are you making it harder for me i'm like well no let's change that let's go sick i'm going up a weight like yeah. that's such a simple change in mindset as to how was your gym session today oh it was good but then sam put the weight up so it became really hard or yeah it was sick i've increased my weight yeah like that mindset shifts like complete I if i had the other mindset of oh christ that was easy i'm gonna have to put the weight up i don't think i'd ever go to a gym no but why would you like (laughs) but but if you if I have a session where my weights go up in the in the session I'm I'm skipping out of there I'm buzzing yeah I'm almost telling everyone (laughs) I'm like who can I tell yeah Um, so I think you just change it's the way you look at it the situation has not changed that 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 is a good example of how the situation doesn't change but the way you look at it can have a massive effect on your your outlook on it.
1: Yeah. A Great quote that I heard. I don't know which book it is really trying to wrap my brain. when I was thinking about it there is the problem is not the problem. It's the way that you look at the problem is the problem.
0: That is Jack Sparrow. Um Is it? In Pirates of the Caribbean. I think you're fine.
1: I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to Google that. I'll <laughs> I've I've come it. back to that. I'll
0: have to I, I, I think you find It is though, but I love that. Cause I've actually used that quote
1: quite yeah, a lot no, it and it
0: is. And I, and I think that's uh in Pirates of the Caribbean. He said, he's like, the problem is not the problem. It's the way you look at the problem or however he says it. Um, it's probably an actual quote somewhere else. As it probably well. is. <laughs> but it's in Pirates of the Caribbean and I'm giving it to Jack Spanley. Um But it is exactly that. So that's the difference, I think, between a, a growth mindset and a closed mindset sometimes in the th- sense that you are, you're going to, when you've got a closed mindset, I think you sometimes look at the the obvious responses, what is right in front of you, rather than looking at the bigger picture. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I think that's that's in, an important way of look, looking at things. I think, well, let's move slightly with this. Yourself, obviously i would said that I think you've probably got quite a growth mindset. Talk to me about what you've done about your, this. obviously your fitness side of things, one thing, but let's talk about business for a second. You will have gone and got mentors. You would have mm-hmm. probably got, I, d- I don't know the term, certain, but I'm assuming when you were, try and have done cuts or whatever you've probably had a coach Mm -hmm. talk to me about that because you touched on something earlier about i've been doing this 20 years why do i need to change Mm -hmm. well you're a personal trainer going to get help from another personal trainer on and probably they're probably both in theory personal trainers or have been in the past one on your business and then one on your your own physique well the, uh, the question i always used to get is why do you need a coach Mm-hmm. Why do I? Why do I want a coach that needs a coach? And then that's where that and again, there's that closed mindset to that growth mindset.
1: But yeah, I think it just pours into like you've always got to be a student. I think you've always got to have in the back of your mind that you could be wrong. And the one thing in this whole like the, the key thing in this whole self development kind of thing that I've got is the fact that every situation is the same, like in certain things. But the way that I see it, the way that I maybe say it's good someone else could see that as bad and it's interesting to see the same kind of situation see how other people would look at it so whether it's going for fitness right i do my training this way but i want to see how someone else does it because maybe i could be wrong or maybe I could be right. So either reaffirm what you already know or you learn something new. Same yeah. thing with business is maybe I could be wrong in the, things, in the things that I'm doing. What else do they know? They're clearly doing better than me. What can I learn from them? to so then maybe re-implement re- re- into, my, into my own life. And I think that just goes with everything. I think if you always just allow yourself to be a student. I, learn, yeah, I love that, love that. Be a student and just be open to learning. Not yeah. a case of, haha, I'm right, you're wrong. Because you could be wrong. And if you are wrong, then that's good because yeah. again you learn something new and then you yeah. move on
0: and i love that 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 line just on its own if if you're wrong brilliant i'd, yeah. I'd rather be wrong a lot of the time mm-hmm. because i've learned nothing from when i'm right <laughs> exactly and i say this all the time like I, I i don't want to be right i actually want to be wrong yeah. because if i'm if i'm right i've, I've, I've just this ticked off isn't it it's like that part of your life's done it's sort of like i don't need to worry about it if i'm wrong that's that's an adventure that's like okay sick right how do i become right with this yeah um and ultimately, you're going to, when it comes to self development and improving yourself, you're going to make mistakes. I, I'll use an example. My uh, my girlfriend's currently training her daughter to, um, uh training her daughter? She's potty training. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> training her daughter to go and get the post, get her some milk in the no, morning. She's potty training her. And um, she rang me up on the first day. She, she went, uh, she's had like 50 50 in terms of she's going on the potty and she's had same amount of times accidents whatever and I was like yeah that's cool that's that's great you want her to make if she got it if all day she was just constantly going on a potty it'd be the last time the worst time ever would be for her to have an accident when you don't want her to have it so you want her to have accidents all the time because she'll learn from them early on and that's when it develops and I think and I, I have this theory on lots of things in life when you've said the way you talked to it to um yourself earlier, it it made me think of this is, is if you uh if you look at your life and parent yourself the same way you would a child, you'll probably learn more lessons than we sort of just forget everything. So i mm-hmm. I I'm constantly saying stuff to Rory and I think to myself, I'm saying that to him, but do I do that? And do I do that? And I know it's the right thing to say. So it's sort of like, you know, practice make perfect. I don't like that quote because perfect's not a thing. But to be good at something, you've got to practice. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll be doing something, you know, why can't I do this? I'm like, well, you've never really put in the work for it. Why should you be able to do it? Yeah, You haven't earned the right to be able to do it. Yeah. Look at daily habits. Like from a young age, you you teach children to brush their teeth every day okay that is a habit you carry for the rest of your life and it at the start kids don't want to do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then they they do, they go through the phase of no just do, it. just do it just do it and if if I don't want to do if I don't like doing something do I last as long as a child would with brushing their teeth probably not I might I might stop after so sometimes I think actually if we go right back to it and, and almost like you said be a student but also a parent, parent ourselves you're gonna develop and flourish anyway. Mm-hmm. Every everything is about simplifying. Everything is gonna be if you want to be good at something, you got to practice at it. If you're not very good at it, you need to repeat it. You just keep keep if if you want something to become easy, it needs to become a habit. Mm-hmm. Like all these things are just taught to us when we're growing up. And mm-hmm. then what we tend to do is we get to a certain age and we go, oh, I don't need to do any of that anymore, because you know, I'm an adult now.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> well,
0: nothing's, yeah nothing's changed. Yeah. So, like I said, my um girlfriend's daughter. She she's learning now that if she doesn't go to uh, go to a potty, she's gonna she's gonna wet herself. That's that's actually a development. That's a self development. That's part of her process. When she gets to eighteen, she will forget that that's how she learned how to not do that, not to how to go to the toilet, and she'll just come up with look for cut corners for everything she does. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do is sometimes and I use this phrase a lot and I certainly have done recently is sometimes the hardest option is the best option. Mm-hmm. Um and the easiest option is is never gonna work. Mm-hmm. And I think if we want to develop and we want to progress with things, you need to make sure that you're doing the right thing, not the easy thing.
1: Yeah, I saw a quote of there as hard choices, easy uh hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. If you go for yeah stuff like that just making just going um just yeah just doing the most challenging thing like I think you have to go through failures to learn stuff it's like when you like like fire if you burn yourself you know not to fucking touch it again yeah, but you yeah, can only exactly. get you can only get that from doing it like and yeah, yeah. actually realizing okay yeah, I shouldn't do that again
0: and you're less like just because you saw someone burn their hand you're less likely to believe it till it happens to you yeah and we'll go through life going Jeff's uh, got ripped. Oh, maybe that will maybe that work for me. And then actually, it's not till we've got ripped ourselves that we go. Actually, that wasn't worth it. Or either mm-hmm. way, so that it it's about it's about failing. It's about doing what's right for you and and focusing on what you want to achieve, what you want mm-hmm. to be. And I I think one thing that everyone should do is listen to this podcast if they don't already know where where they want to develop and what they want to improve and where they think they need to be in life is actually work out who they want to be and mm-hmm. um, my mentor that i have for my business who i now now work for as a as a mentor one thing he's always saying is he wants to everything he's doing is to try and be the best parent he can possibly be mm-hmm. and he said that from when he's been single he's now in a relationship but it's always been about for him it's always been about parenting he just wants to, whatever he's doing is with mindset of parenthood. And when I see him, he'll often talk to me about Rory or or my girlfriend's daughter. And he'll very much, he'll challenge me on it. And it's because it's all he's been thinking about for for years. And he he's trying to master the craft and sort of before he's even there. Mm-hmm. But everything he's doing in the meantime is like really successful because he's really pushing it really hard. But in the back of his mind is always about being the best dad he can be.
1: mm mm-hmm and I think repetition and values and beliefs I suppose
0: yeah exactly
1: so so once you
0: once you become once you focus on something as big as that I guess all you're really focusing on at that point until it happens is becoming the best version of yourself so it all cascades down so I want to be the best dad there is okay I'm not even in a relationship yet so I need to work on being the best person I can be okay now I'm in a relationship I need to work on being the best partner I can be Okay, cool. Once I've mastered those two things, okay, now we're going to come together and we're going to create a child. And that's so it all it goes down and up, and it, there's lots of lots of ways in and around it. But if you're sat here now going, I just want to be better at speaking French. I would say open your mind a little bit more. Why do you want to be good at speaking French? What's that? What benefits are that going to have to you long term? Why? Why is that a goal for you? Um, and obviously. I'm saying this with the intention of I'll always ask someone to create a goal, fitness goal and things like that. But most of the time, all my clients, it's not about how they look. Don't get me wrong, I've got some people looking sick, but it's about how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, it all starts. Um, I'd rather someone sort of went away having habits and lifestyles that are going to be embedded in their their sort of their day-to-day routine For the rest of their life, and just look like anyone off the street, than someone that's got veins on their abs, but no idea how they've got there. Probably going to go out drinking at the Mm -hmm. weekend and whatever else. Like, I'd much rather work with that that client A Mm -hmm. because they're going to have a bit more of a tangible. There's a bigger reason, there's a bigger picture for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah. A lot of it is more like. What you are on the inside, as opposed to what you are on the outside, I think it's very easy to get caught up as well. You see people on, like, you see celebrities, you see influencers, all these things. It's so easy to want what they have externally, but like a lot of people wouldn't trade off. There's a good little story that um, I always hear on another podcast about Tiger Woods, and like the example of people were saying, "Oh, I'd love to, I'd love to be famous, love to have all this money," but like Tiger Woods's life growing up, it's like, would you take all of all of the all of the shit, all of the good? yeah to be like who he is now and a lot of people wouldn't i think he was like racially abused by his own dad and things like that just to be the yeah. best in the world like they made him play golf like the age of three or four yeah um and he would like constantly belittle him every single day just to make him a better golf player and nothing else yeah um, but a lot of people wouldn't trade off that to get what, what he has 100%. like all the materialistic things um and i think yeah it's just i think people would surprise themselves as well like just it's like starting small and thinking, why do you want to do certain things? Um, what What's it going to make you happy? I think you need to be happy on the inside. Cause like as well, another tangent off is like, a lot of people like seek relationships to be better. Like, oh, when I've got someone that will make me better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter, if you haven't dealt with the shit that's inside you, it doesn't matter because at the end even, of the day, you are even, your own person.
0: Even within relationships, right? You've got, sometimes you'll have someone that wants to, they feel like they need the other person to make them happy. Yeah, when actually your happiness is about you. Yeah, it's, it's your own state of mind. No one else can control it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that that can have a massive issue in relationships itself. But if you're searching for that, then yeah, like you said, that's that can be a that's going to be a, an absolute nightmare. Self development or self awareness at that point is huge. You need to make sure you are, like, like I said a bit a, like a minute ago,
1: the best version of yourself. Yeah, just be happy within yourself. I think that's something that I saw is like we enter this world alone and you leave alone, really morbid and deep. But at the end of the day, all you've got is yourself. If you have that sort of not selfish mentality that you don't care about anyone else, but yeah care about you before you care about other people.
0: I think that's a that's probably a good, good point. Maybe maybe we should make it a last one before we wrap up, but recognize that self-development is that there needs to be an element of you doing it for yourself that doesn't make you a selfish person no not at all and and there's far too many people that will and i don't i don't don't know if it's just an excuse and they're hiding behind it like i know i can't be that can't do that for myself i need to do this this and this but unless you are the best person you can be unless you are focusing on yourself at some point you're actually not going to be doing anyone else any favors either
1: no, yeah, you're doing a disservice as well because you, I think there's another one. It's like you can't serve from an empty vessel. You need to make sure that you're okay so then you can pour into other people. If Absolutely. you keep emptying, emptying your cup and there's nothing there for yourself, you're going to feel drained and everything else is going to, you're not going to be able to be the best person, yeah, best and that husband, go- best dad, but whatever to other people.
0: Yeah, and that goes back to the relationship thing where you need to make sure your own happiness because that's, that's where you're going to, um, your relationship's going to thrive, like you said as a partner, as a parent, as a, whatever it might be, work exactly. colleague, as a manager, whatever, wherever, wherever your everything. Yeah. 100%, Absolutely everything. 100%. Um, okay, cool. So what I'm interested to know then now is uh, based on everything we spoke about there, what's your so, sort of f- away from work stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. but what's your, um, major area for development in in life I guess at the moment that that you don't mind sharing that's perhaps relatable
1: to um major area in life I think I'm still like susceptible to like as I said I can say all these things and do better and and be more self-aware but it's still an ongoing journey like I'm still very I'm very hot-headed I'm very like something will happen and that's it like I've got just a bad temper not in an angry sense but like that's it. I'll commit, and I think it's at the moment I'm sort of training myself to okay maybe take a step back. Yeah. Like, yes, it's annoyed me, but don't react straight away. Give yourself, give, give yourself ten minutes. Give yourself an hour, whatever it is. If you're still angry within an hour and it's still bugging you, then act upon it. You can
0: still tell someone to fuck off tomorrow.
1: Yeah, still call them a cunt if I want to. <laughs> but, you, but you can do, but you can do that next day, can't you? Don't. Yeah, you there. can do it tomorrow, and you tend to find that once you stop and take a step back, it's actually not that deep. You don't need to like it as much. So I think. My main area concern is like taking my own advice and actually like implementing a lot of things. I a little bit of a stage of like getting more or more. I'm gonna find something and there's gonna be someone's gonna say a little line to me. I say it's gonna click me into into work mode or into being a better person and to not like reacting as much. It's not as simple as that. And I think that's where people take like get it wrong. It's just like a lifelong thing. Um yeah. so I think it's just being just being aware like why is this annoying me am I doing everything I need to do I deserve to be as if like if I'm annoyed about a situation where if I'm not at where I'm at where I want to be do I deserve to be annoyed am I doing everything that I need to do in order to get there okay maybe I'm not okay so what can I do from there and I think that's where I'm sort of trying to go with now it, one thing's just popped
0: in my head when you've been saying that, I love that I think that's really good that you you, you can see it's a journey forever and I mm-hmm. think that's so so true within that journey and certainly within the industry we're in um and the the way that we have to come across on social media things like that if you ever do you suffer with imposter syndrome at any point so- oh 100
1: <laughs> 100 yeah uh, the big one for me is like i talk about all this like what i perceive as like the average person to be like life self-development therapy stuff and it's like we you're 23 like that's the way that i get it um I think I can articulate it very well. My biggest imposter syndrome is like, well, why should I fucking listen to you? A lot of people that I work with are like 40, 50 years old and I'm trying to tell them about life stuff. And they're like, what do you know sort of thing? So stuff like that. I definitely, yeah, I definitely get it all the time. And I still let it hold myself back. I still have to get to a point where I'm like, just say it. What's what's the worst that can happen? I think we're we're held, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. That's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, Um, Yeah so just just go for it and then if someone calls you out they call you out you deal with it there but no yeah, yeah imposter syndrome is definitely a big thing I, th-
0: I think that's one major thing for me is that um when it comes to self development so i'm my dad I always want to make sure i'm doing the best thing for for Rory and, and best thing by him um obviously my girlfriend also has a daughter so from parenting point of view i'm always wanting to do the best thing by the children in my life i guess um and that comes from perhaps having a a growth mindset just in general, just it and, and a positive outlook on things. I want to make sure that they're they're always getting I've got I've got a tattoo on me. It's probably the best way of of a little quote on my arm. It says, When you feel like quitting, remember who's watching. Mm-hmm. And it it's always like a case of right, I'm a I might not be a role model or a idle to anyone in the world but i probably am a little bit to my son Mm -hmm. so everything i want to do i want to have like a um positive impact on him and i'm always going to be positive around anything he comes to me with uh, with issues type thing um so that that's one thing for me but because of that i have to have this within the industry in the the imposter syndrome always kicks in there's always like an element of oh is that right should i've done that and there's an element of me that i'm glad i have it because that means i'm pushing myself a little bit mm-hmm. if you don't have it I, and i and i think you can probably relate to this and, and if not you sh- should do is that if you don't feel like you're a bit of an imposter then you're probably living in your comfort zone far too much
1: yeah and it's a bit, you, <laughs> bit too sure of yourself as well
0: yeah and if you don't have that feeling if you don't want to become a bit better person then you you can do. I can tell you something that I know's right all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time. Um, but I can probably tell you things that I think might be right and yeah. might not be. And actually, I'd rather be on that edge all the time rather than dead certain of myself mm-hmm. all the time because, um, yeah. And what I t- the way I tend to do do that is I'll I'll ask if, if I'm not sure before I say something. I'll I'll, I'll ask someone but what I'll do is I'll quite happily put my neck on the line say something and then ask for feedback after of someone I someone's opinion that I value. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I use I'll go to my the parenting thing I'll whenever I deal with something with Rory I'll go and ask my mum because she used to work as an offset inspector. So I'm like, okay, is that is that the right thing to have done? She'll go, yeah or no. And every when she says yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. When she says, no, I'm like, cool, what could I, what should I have done? Because every, no matter what I do, I'm always questioning myself, especially with him, like, should I have done it like that? And then you almost want to be told that, no, no, wouldn't do it like that, I'd do it like this, because you go, okay, cool, because I didn't think the impact was there. When you're Mm -hmm. not sure the impact's there, because you've got this feeling of being a bit of an imposter, and you're not sure if you're doing the right thing all the time and someone's just saying no that was right sometimes it's a little bit like okay yeah <laughs> a little hoping, bit of relief yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a relief but also then there's a, like oh I was hoping you were going to say there's something better to do because yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i think the imposter syndrome when it comes to um growth as a, as an individual i think it's a it's a massive thing that people should
1: expect and almost work towards just allow yourself to be wrong. I think, um, yeah. I think people are scared. Being want, yeah. They, yeah. Being vulnerable and just, just being wrong and, and accepting that and actually embracing it. I think a lot of people want to be right and they want to say the right things yeah. and never put a foot out wrong and know what to say, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're human. we we'll make mistakes. And if you, if you're wrong, as we said, it's a good thing because then you can, you find another perspective, you find another lesson and you can use that to move forward to then be wrong again and then keep crafting it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. It's just a constant, yeah. Trying to be, trying to be wrong to be C- right
0: cycle of life
1: exactly yeah cool
0: i think that we've probably covered that enough there so wh- what's your um business ambitions where can people find you as well um just to so finish primarily off. primarily
1: is instagram at the moment um it's at luis Bournez. and that's where i put all my content really and then i do the daily emails just like you do as well yep um and my whole business actually is predicated off this sort of stuff, which is the whole live better. It's a play on words for LB, um, or I think it's a play on words. But yeah. that is the whole point of it. It's not just, right, let's get you into shape. It's actually, let's just live your everyday life better um, yeah. and make it as best as it can be. Because it's not just a case yeah. of, right, let's go to the gym. It's like, let's have better thoughts. Let's have better relationships. Let's just enjoy everything. Um, because you just never know when it's when it's too late.
0: Obviously, I knew that. That's why you're on the podcast. I wouldn't invite you otherwise if it was all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think everything I see you doing on social media is um, sick. So I, I I really like the stuff you put out. So I think your message is very clear. And um, and if anyone's listening and doesn't follow Lewis, then yeah, jump on it. So remind us of that again, your Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's at Lewis Bournes, which is spelled L-U-I-S-B-U-L-N-E-S because no one can ever spell my name.
0: Yeah, cool i'll pop it in the show notes at the bottom of this as well so no
1: appreciate um, that
0: cool thanks for listening guys i hope you've taken some value from that and um we shall be on uh next week with another episode I'm not sure who i'm gonna be with but uh yeah we'll be on again soon hope you're having a good week and speak to you soon